That was very melodic of you. Oh, thank you. How's it going, man? What happened to our normal intro? Your yawn was the intro. No, I know that part, but don't we normally start with like, hey, how's it going, everybody? You damn right. What's up, y'all? It's episode eight of Get Your Nerd On with P90 and Rob. And to be honest, I'm about to put my co-host on blast. All he wants to do is work and get money, which I understand. So um, he's a little out of the loop if he sounds a little dumb today. I have no idea what's going on. I've been since Wednesday. I just either in a car or at my job or sleeping. It's fine. I took I've been on the road for technically 18 hours in total. Yeah, but you weren't driving, so you were able to read and catch up on stuff. That's the issue. All I did was watch old episodes of the Amazing Spider or Spider-Man animated series and I watched Ex Machina and read two comics. All the comics that I did read were when I got home the day before we did this podcast. It's your fault, though. It is. And also, it's kind of hard to read in the car. Uh, not for me. I don't mind it. Nah, it was too bumpy for me. Um, Not all the roads were that smooth for some reason on this route going to North Carolina. So, yeah. My hand was just bumping all over the place. That's why I settled for watching movies. I feel like I would hate that more because watching a screen that just keeps bumping around. What I did was I laid down because I was in a pickup truck. So I laid down on the back seat, put the iPad on my lap and just like put my leg up and just let it sit there. And it was decent. I enjoyed it until I fell asleep and had to start the movie over. <laughs> what movie? Ex Machina. Oh, okay. Yeah. You haven't seen it? I still want to see that. You haven't seen it yet? No. It's on my long list of films to watch. Well, I bought it for eight bucks on uh, my iPad because I really wanted to watch something. So if you ever want to watch it, let me know. Oh, I will. I got it. Uh, Actually, I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime. I don't know. I wish I still had Amazon Prime sometimes. That shit's expensive, though. But... Want to get into the gaming? Absolutely, because of uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, God, that game actually looked fantastic. I mean, there's some downsides that I've read about it, but in general, that thing looks good, and I'm actually really hyped for it. Yeah, I watched the gameplay, and it looked really cool. Um, it it seems that they really combined elements from Wildlands and the, all the other Ghost Recon games. Mm-hmm. Because the Wildlands wasn't really like a ghost recon. It was just more of like a military game. Um, so, which I mean, like, I wasn't too upset about it. I enjoyed it. I still play it time to time. And, uh, but this game, it's it's like a really good Wildlands uh, sequel. I like it because it's what I wanted, sort of, to an extent. You have to be sneaky. It's all about stealth because you are literally being hunted. There are people who are genuinely looking for you. It's not like you're, you have backup and you're, like in Wildlands, you had a team from America. They put you somewhere. They'll send you backup and stuff like that. There's people on your side. And if you happen to mess with the enemies and they mess with you back, no, no, no. This is, if the enemies see you, if they smell you, they will kill you. No one has your back anymore. 
I was watching a, a breakdown trailer, and essentially what they were saying is like, in uh, Wildlands, you were, or well, in Bolivia, you were, um, which Wildlands was based out of the the first game, um, you were the hunters, but mm-hmm. now you are the hunty, well, the prey. Yeah. You, you are being hunted. You are. Um, which is really crazy. cool. Like, you don't have any backup. Like, before, like you said, like, you worked for an agency, so, like, they gave you info and, and uh, all that stuff, and here it's just like, um, essentially what the... The storyline is that the protagonist is, uh, or antagonist, I don't know what, the, the main villain, I, I guess. We'll call him a villain. Yeah, let's call him a villain, just for the sake of argument. Um, he used to be a ghost himself, um, and there was a billionaire tech company that kind of went rogue. They have, like, their own little island, um, and you went to go do a mission on that island, and your chopper got shot down, so now you're stuck here being hunted by the security force of this tech billionaire company. And the the head of security, I guess, is uh, ex-ghost, so he knows all your tactics and everything. So it's it's really cool. Like, I'm excited for it. And did you notice who that ex-ghost is? Yeah, uh, John um, Bert Brenthal. As I like to call him. Punisher. Frank Castle. Yep. Yeah, no, this really. I think he's a phenomenal choice for um, this. Oh yeah, for role sure. so to speak. Mainly because after seeing him in uh, Punisher, he really fits the militaryish role. And oh. I've seen a little bit of him in Walking Dead. He really seemed like he was a good role there, but I didn't like Walking Dead in the long term. So seeing him in Punisher, I'm like, yeah, this is a great fit for him next. Like, yeah. I'm happy he's doing something similar. And just his like the way he carries himself and the way he talks and everything like it's very passable for like a military yeah for sure um bad guy or just character in general or any kind of gun wielding person yeah what's cool about the game is like i think you know more details about it i just watched the gameplay trailer and like one or two other breakdown videos but um they were saying how they had a green uh ex-military like green beret who served for like 15 15 14 15 years like all over the world um as a liaison who's like giving them like information and the correct stuff yeah so it's it's good to see that like how these game companies aren't just making shit up like the procedures oh yeah that's one and... thing that i liked about the tom clancy stuff they took all their work seriously because this isn't the first time where they tried to consult with people mm-hmm. so like they're a good company when it comes to research and accuracy on their games and that's why I like them for making these games because they don't really step out of their comfort zone. It's something that they know. And like, so that's why they always give us good games. That's why Wildlands is a great game. That's why even Siege, to an extent, is a really good game. Well, Siege is now like a cult, um, cult classic kind of a thing where it's like the multiplayer has the. Um, the versus modes and like the five v fives, like that has grown into such a competitive online gaming thing that like it has its own cult following. Oh yeah, people and love that. Yeah, thing. and it's it's amazing. Like obviously, like the the it didn't really have a story mode per se, but like the campaign, it wasn't half bad. But it's um definitely people had high expectations. And then it came out and it seemed like kind of like blah. But then people saw the competitiveness of. Uh, the multiplayer and, and it just exploded from there yeah i can definitely say that because when the game first came out i was like oh this is a little lackluster i didn't 
I pro they probably did tell us, but I probably didn't pay attention. But I didn't think it was going to be as multiplayer focused as it ended up being. And at first, I didn't like it. But over Sie time, Ra I enjoyed Siege, it. I, the last Rainbow Six game we had was Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Or Rainbow yeah, Six yeah. 2 New Vegas or One something like joints. that. I know and that was back in the Xbox 360 days. That was years ago. Yeah, and they were actual story-based games. Yeah. So I think everyone, well, especially like I think you and me, we just like, oh, new Rainbow Six game, cool. Like story's gonna be lit, and we just like didn't really like focus yeah, exactly. on it. And then it came out, and we were like, the shit is this. Um, but I I think it did a really good. It, it definitely captured its audience because they're they're dropping DLCs left and right for their online. Yeah, they're keeping that thing up to date, which is really good. I mean, they would have to. They do have a solid base of people who are constitutely playing that game. And it still does play in certain like uh, competitive I, I think, things. I think they're the kind of the number one competitor to like Fortnite, to be honest. And like Call of Duty had their Royale mode, but it didn't succeed as much. But like Fortnite, it's like what ten one versus a hundred, really? Yeah, something like that. And it's one versus a hundred, ever changing maps. They have different versions of. The battle royale too yeah. inside but of it, but in, so. in the sense of like uh, competitiveness, I think they're a really good c competitor to that game because it's like those three v three, five v fives in siege. Mm -hmm. They're just high intensity and and whatnot. Like I've I've seen some uh, gameplay of of um, people playing on teams and whatnot, and like yeah, the serious players are freaking sick when they're, they're doing they're it. Like ill, ill. I would hate to imagine someone who's like mad military smart and mad good at this game oh, a lot of people oh, a lot of vets like play the, the, uh, that game i believe uh, it like i just haven't seen any of them but i'm dude, pretty sure fire. they're out there and i bet yeah i bet they're just they, nasty they go in it. like real life like the, the lingo and everything probably like, memorize the entire map they're fire <laughs> i know which grenades will go through the door without me having to shoot it so i can save myself bullets throw this grenade through that door it'll break the door and it'll blow up inside like i'm pretty sure there's people like that those are the people I'm scared to play against, and I'm pretty good at games. But um, yeah, we know I'm all ass at online games. <laughs> a couple of things about the Ghost of Recon that I've heard about, uh, and seen is sadly no offline play. That's the only thing that bugs me, because it's like I understand most people have internet, or a lot of people. I don't want to say most, because there's still a big amount of people with shitty internet or no internet. Um, but there's people who don't have internet. So we gotta here's the thing if you want your game to sell to more people why would you not give them the choice to play offline that's what bucks me i about think it's a more lot the of fact that like which I, I agree with you i want more offline gaming but i think the reason they keep doing online gaming is where and where when yep i combined those two um they want the games to be so fluid without like loading screens mm -hmm. so you like you have to connect to the server and especially like with these giant open world games is that like remember back in like grand theft auto 4 mm -hmm. and i think even when grand theft auto 5 first came out on 360 how if you were speeding down a street mm -hmm. when you looked down like far into the street things were still blurry i used to love that it looked like it was water from well, like all the way down the other so i think like that's why you have to connect to the servers just so you don't have stuff like that so when like you're flying through the air and mm -hmm. like wildlands or whatever like things very far away aren't blurry like the the fluidity of of everything is just so natural 
if it's something around those lines, I feel like they should explain this to us only because if you're just telling me, hey, you have to have internet connection though, and then that's it, I'm going to be mad only because also the when reason you they force want, someone they, is trash. They want people dropping into your games and stuff, like your friends, you know, like, oh, Lamb's playing this game, like, let's, let me hop on and help him with this mission or whatever. That's totally fine. I understand all that. But let me also it's play the, offline. <laughs> yeah, just give me my choice. Yeah. Most of the time, I'll probably play online, but just give me my choice. If I happen to miss my cable bill, I want to still be able to play my Xbox. It sucks that if my internet were to shut off today, I can only play about 68% of my library because so many games require online connection now, or you just have to be able to connect to the internet in order to say yeah you own this game just because it's digital and stuff like that what are the odds you connect your xbox to your hotspot on your phone i've done it before it's not fun do that yeah just shit yeah it's so bad i think i tried to do it with call of duty and i cut that thing off so quick (laughs) i don't usually leave my matches i could be freaking dying with one kill and a thousand deaths and i never leave a call of duty match but I tried that at my aunt's house. That's where I was. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) I'm not doing this no more. On top of that, though, the game, let's see. It says it's very stealthy, which is something I've been waiting for because I love the stealth aspect of the Tom Clancy games, mainly the Ghost Recon stuff. It's nice that I can freaking shoot people and just dip out of the way. Like, I feel like Hitman a little bit, but... In yeah, the from, army. From the gameplay um, that they sh- revealed, it does seem more like more tactical, where you have to check your corners and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. in Wildlands, like if you didn't really check your corners, you walked into a room and you started getting shot at, like you just shoot everyone up and like you'll take damage, but like it wasn't that um, dangerous per se. While mm-hmm. in this game, like you have to be checking corners and like be super stealthy and whatnot. I like that they added what they have in Siege, where you can actually dip from a corner mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I don't believe like, it was kind of in... check around. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely wasn't. Uh, yeah, so like I'm so happy that that's in there because stuff like that is great for shooters. I like when Call of Duty added it. I think it was in Ghost they had it, or Ghost or Infinite Warfare. One of them had it, and it was dope. Me- like, no, Medal of Honor. Medal the, of Honor had it too. The last, yeah. the last few, the last two Medal of Honor games, way back in the day, um, they had were. You can be behind a wall. That was also first person where you click like the the bumpers mm-hmm. and then like you can like come yeah, out I remember of the I was co- playing the story mode and they had it in it. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool because it's like a nice way to not be seen and check corners and sneak up on somebody opposed from stepping all the way out of the freaking I remember thing. In, in Wildland, sometimes when you like take cover uh, behind a wall, you have to like rotate the camera. Mm-hmm. and then you're just like trying to like inch forward without them seeing you and trying to rotate the camera as much and like that was your like s- snake camera so to yeah, speak it's like the the game knows you're trying to cheat a yeah. bit and look around the corner um other than that though the game has no ai teammates which i think is great for a game of this ice this style because yeah you're being hunted you you want to be stealthy you're you don't want to get caught like AIs, no matter how smart you make them, they always tend to make mistakes in games or they don't follow you necessarily because they're not real people. It's not like you can really tell them. Uh, yeah, in Wildlands, though, the f- first one, um, I, I think just so we're clear, Wildlands, we're going to always refer to as the first Wildlands. Yeah. And then this game is just Breakpoint. Is it called Ghost Recon Wildland Breakpoint? or just No, just Breakpoint. Just breakpoint? Mm. Um, I forgot what I was saying. 
you were talking we were talking about ais right oh so in wildlands you can command them to like stay uh rally together or move to a certain point or like you know hit a target Mm -hmm. but other than that like my my buddy used to always say like which was actually also dumb because i've witnessed my ai soldiers do that where they would just wander around yeah and then the villain ais wouldn't see them and they're like in the middle of the street just like crouched and walking like with under no coverage but then i've also had time where they would literally walk right in front of the enemy and like the enemy wouldn't do anything because what it is the game is trying to account for that like they've made the game to a point where it's accounting for if you're not doing anything what the ai is we don't want you to get in trouble for it yeah but that's why it makes sense and I'm, i'm grateful for that yeah but that's why they're not adding in this game I can already tell that has to be the reason. They don't want it to be fake. They want it to be realistic, and they don't want your AI to get you fucked up Yeah. by doing that and saying, hey, we wanted it realistic. So they see your AI. So instead, no, it's you. If you want people, you can make some fucking friends. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and you, We've been talking about Siege, and I didn't put two and two together. This game kind of seems like they combined Wildlands and Siege. Yeah, I do see the aspects of that, too. Which, um, no complaints. I'm go- oh, I'm okay with that. I like how the enemies aren't bullet sponges, so they said, and the, um, they did like a little question after, and they didn't necessarily say no. They just said headshots do kill, which, which is important. Normal because some games so it they, don't necessarily it more, hurts, but it don't kill. They they uh, took a little more of um, Battlefield, mm-hmm. where ba- like Battlefield compared to uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's like two pops and someone's dead. Where Call of Duty like. You empty a whole clip into a guy, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, exactly, because like in um, Division Two, mm-hmm. which is from the same peop- the same company, you can headshot someone with a sniper, and they can live with like two health left, or you can shoot them with a pistol in the head, and you'll have to use your whole clip. Yeah, and I believe they did that to like add, so it's not too easy, but it's like. Come on, bro. But it's also, isn't it like a ranking kind of system where, like, enemies only get stronger, like, the the higher rank you are? Yeah. There's a ranking system. It's like the same thing with, like, Borderlands where, like, depending on how strong your gun is depends on, like, the the headshot and stuff. But see, for Borderlands, I can understand it because it's Borderlands. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's not supposed to be Mm -hmm. realistic. Mm -hmm. But coming from Tom Clancy games, it's like, hey, bro, I'm shooting someone in the head. What the fuck's up? But this game, it's like, yeah, you can do that. They're not going to sit there and soak up all your bullets, but they will be hard enemies to defeat. So I'm cool with that. But luckily, this game is up to four players in co-op. So you will have a whole squad. You have time to figure out who's who's trying to play with you. And there's even a beta coming out soon. So if you pre-order the game, you'll be able to hop onto that beta access, which I'm actually going to go do tomorrow because after this, I'm going straight to work. So we have Borderlands 3 in September, mm-hmm. and then this in October. October. Yep. And then Call of Duty's going to come out in November. Like usual, As yeah. they always do. And if it's as modern as they say, I'm pretty sure a lot of us when are going to be on When does Wolfenstein come out? Wolfenstein should be out. Uh, Actually, I don't remember mm-hmm. by heart, but I want to say it's sooner than we expect, because I don't think it was a part of the initial fall release of games. I think it was one of those games that's just coming out. While you figure out that date for us, though. Uh, July 26th. Oh, shit. Next month. See? There you go. July 26th. I will probably be home. 
Uh, definitely be playing that. Doom Eternal. When's Doom Eternal coming out? Sounds like a fun game. Oh, I've seen so much stuff. God there. damn you, whore. Anyway, more gaming news. What's up? Because um, i got to piggyback you uh, off you this entire episode. Well, this one's going to be really simple and quick. Sony had their state of play thing, which is... So Nintendo, they started this thing where they'll go to E3 and they'll show less at E3 because they show more throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And it's all detailed about specific things that... Like, all right, so they say we're going to announce Smash. We're going to give you a Smash Direct. It's called Nintendo Direct. And they give you mad information on the Smash title. Then this title. And then that title. And then E3 is like a bunch of gameplay, some new announcements that they'll announce more about throughout the year. So Sony opted... Yeah, Sony's not at E3 this year. Yeah, they're not they at opted E3. Out. So they opted out for that. And they decided to start doing this... Um, what do I call it? State of play? I already forgot what I called it. <laughs> but um, they showed a couple games... Thursday. Thursday it was. They showed a game called Medieval, which I've played before. It's finally coming to PlayStation um, 4 this fall. It's a really funny game. It's a cartoonish style game. It's a nice little hack and slashy. Looks a little fun. Um, There's a Predator hunting game. So it's like the Predators from Alien vs. Predator. It's coming out in 2020. They didn't give too much detail. It looks alright, but I'm really not trying to play any more online only games but that is a game that they did announce for anyone who's interested in the alien versus predator series it's going to be a predator hunting game predators versus humans online only and then there's this really weird game where you're like a fucking wombat or flying squirrel or some shit and it's called away their survival series and you just live your life as an animal in the animal kingdom trying to survive and that's about it that they gave us. That's kind of cool. I'm not even going to lie. I kind of want to be a flying squirrel. It is, but it's mad weird because it's just like... They footage of this? Yeah. Bet. Now I got to go look this up. Yeah, it's called uh, Away the Survival Series. It looks interesting and stunning, but it's like... Wh- I want to know what the purpose of this game is. Am I just here to survive? Because after like 20 minutes of surviving and seeing like 100 animals, I'm probably going to call it quits personally. And then the last thing they did was show some more Final Fantasy VII news, which I'm excited for, but it wasn't really news. It was just a new trailer, and they said, we'll give you more information next month. So expect to see them during the Square Enix presentation at E3 if anyone over here is interested in Final Fantasy VII. Me. Last thing on PlayStation is rest in peace to this kid, Danny Diaz Delgado. He just wanted to buy a freaking PlayStation for his little brother. And yeah, some sicko decided to murder him. Not gonna dwell on the the sadness here, but people are fucking ridiculous. The dude just went on Facebook and was like, "Oh, that's a good PlayStation deal. I want to go buy the PlayStation." Oh, so he like was it like on a let go thing or? Yeah, it was on Facebook Messenger, I believe. Actually, the marketplace thing. Yeah. And he found someone selling a PlayStation Four. And he like went to their house. Contacted and... them. They met up somewhere, and uh. He was supposed to buy the PlayStation, but he, like, hogtied him, stabbed him a couple times or something like that. Yeah, piece of shit. Yep. Guess what? He didn't even have a PlayStation. The cops raided the dude's house or whatever. There's an empty PlayStation box and some tools. And I'm just like, bro, what did you get out of this? You robbed a kid who just wanted to make his brother happy because I think it was his brother's birthday or something like that. And it's like, that's... People are sick, man. But hopefully that kid's gaming wherever... He believes he goes after death, whether it be heaven or 
just looking over people go go beat your brother in like some ghost video game i don't know have some fun rest in peace to you and then ah oh man gaming news is actually kind of light this week or i just didn't research a lot <laughs> but some good news is microsoft's x cloud the technically portable xbox because it would be streaming it on any possible device is on its take-home phase which means employees have been taking it home now so what kind of devices ios android tablets stuff like that so is it like um or like you play fortnite on any like mobile now Mm mm-hmm except for you'll load it up through an xbox os that's on your phone you can use your xbox controller so you're, and you'll you're, play it as if your console is your phone. So it's not going to be a mobile. Like, it's not going to be right, phone. Right, right, right. It's like your Xbox is on a new TV. That's cool. Yep. And they've been testing it in the workplace. Right. The only person who's really done a take home is uh, Phil Spencer, the Xbox head. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, now the whole development team in that area has been taking it home and they're testing it now because apparently it's been doing good in the building site. So now they're going to take it to their own personal homes, use it while they're on the road, use it while they're on the train, while they're in their crib and see how it works out there in public. I'm actually looking forward to it because it's something that I would like. Like I'd love to play my freaking Xbox while I'm heading to North Carolina next time off my phone. Like it's mad dope. Of course, there's issues such as like latency and lag and stuff like that. But that's why they're doing this take-home test. So I hope that they can do whatever they can to try and maximize. We definitely won't be getting that for at least like another like two, three years. Mm, they plan on trying to give it to us soon. The public trials are start. Just because they're trying, it doesn't mean like, I think perfected, I, it won't be minimum two years. I understand that. But one, we're getting public trials, I believe, in the summer or fall. Two, this is essentially google stadia which is supposed to be coming out this year but more mobile actually google stadia is supposed to be mobile too i believe but i'm gonna say more mobile so i can see it coming out in the next year especially since microsoft has actually been working on this for a while we'll see what happens but i'm looking forward to it shout out to the loud ass truck that just drove by why are they so loud? Is it engine related? Uh, engine exhausts. Trucks are tires, annoying. especially when you're on the highway and you're driving right next to it, and it's just all loud as hell. It's kind of scary. I'm just like, hmm. What if its tire just pops? Dude, that's loud as fuck. I I've, bet. Uh, when I was working at BMW, uh, it's right next to the i ninety five. When tires pop, it it is loud. You you like you jump. And, you know, we were, I don't know, uh, probably 500 f- yards from uh, the highway, Highway, I would say, give or take, uh, yeah, three, 500 yards. And that shit would, that shit would pop. It's like if someone popped a balloon right in your ear. Damn. And yeah, no, it's, it's, so imagine if that it's, was it's, it's startling next to you. What? So, so imagine if that was actually next to yeah, you. Yeah, there's actually, uh, you know, check this out. Uh go on youtube and look up uh mythbusters they did a thing when if uh 18 wheelers tire explodes right next to a motorcycle mm-hmm. dude it's ferocious that's kind of scary it's kind of cool though oh my god <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. cool but yeah okay in the test in the tested environment it is cool 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I never ride my future motorcycle near a 18 wheeler, or Which, I just drive it yeah, really zoom fast. <laughs> On to some techie stuff because Google decided to do one of their uh, events. Events. It's actually a bunch of stuff that I don't care about. It shocker seemed. I thought it was gonna be mad interesting, but to it was honest, just like I, eh. Google got to just stick with Google. Like just do your googly ass thing. Well, that's the thing. Like they did their googly ass thing because they do phones for a long time. Yeah, that's time. what I was about to say. Like, like their phones, like, like they keep coming out. I don't, I don't know a single person that has one. Um, they, I really don't hear any good things about them. They just exist. Yeah, they just exist. And any other Google products, like I hear about when they first come out, and mm-hmm. then never again. Yeah, like a Chromebook. I have I've never met a single person with a Google Chromebook. Like, I know they're trying to be innovative and, like, compete in the market, but at the same time, like, just, you know what Google needs to happen? Let's, let's fast back, or fast back, let's um, <laughs> flash back to episode, what was it, three or two or four, I don't know, of uh, Get Your Nerd On, when I was saying that Apple mm-hmm. and Siri should, if I fucking ask a question, it's a yes or no. Okay, Google? Let's hop on that. Hmm? Just giving. Let's let's be innovative yes in the sense. No if answer. I ask you a simple ass question, that should be simply answered in a yes or no. Bro, that fashion. was seven when we were trying to figure out what color was oh. white. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I do have that answer. Uh, someone who listened to the podcast ended up texting me and telling me, but I gotta find that. So you keep talking, and I'm gonna go find that. Well, during Google's I/O event, or off on, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Google now lets you do, uh, or soon will let you, things that you search, such as a shark, you can use your AR mode on your phone to see it in 3D realism, which is kind of cool, but it's like, I don't want to see a shark in 3D, but some of you guys might like that. Google Lens, a search that lets you use your camera to search, now has the ability to show you popular foods on a menu if you were to take a picture of your menu in there. You can also use that to calculate a tip on a bill or split it with your friends. So if you can't do math, take a picture of your bill with the Google Lens and then boom, it'll let you know how many people in your party that you want to split it between, how much tip you want to do. It's all kind of cool. Soon you'll be able to point your camera at a cookbook as well and it'll bring up recipes and videos and show you how to actually cook the food. Now that part's kind of cool, although there's many apps to already do that. So I mean... It, it's cool if you're just a Google-ass fan, bro. Google Search Lens will also let you translate signs. So let's say I'm in Spain and I see a sign that I can't read. I point my camera right up at that and then, boom, translate it to English or it'll read it out for me in the native language, which is also really dope. Did you happen to find your... Uh... I did. Still right. means nothing to me, but... Uh, <laughs> white ink is the absence of color. White light is every color... Black ink is complete color. Black is the absence of light, meaning space. All right. Well, there's your Do answer. with that information what you want, but that still doesn't mean fucking. Yeah, is it a color? A yes yes or, or no? <laughs> it's not a yes or a no, but uh, there's your technical answer, I guess. Now back to this Google crap. Google Assistant duplex on the web. Google will soon be able to rent a car for you and help you save time. But you are still in control and can review it before it confirms. Now, that's a little scary, but that's a little cool. It can be like, hey, Google, I need a car to LaGuardia Airport. And it will literally use preferences of things that you have 
before used or searched or rented to find you a car that matches your needs. That's pretty dope if you're lazy as hell or if you just need it to keep looking for something in the background because it usually takes you a long time. So I kind of I kind of fuck with that. Uh, I mean, would you ever use something like that to just have something order you a car or would you just rather do it yourself personally? No, I kind of want to live in a Jarvis world. Okay, so like, you you'd be down I, I want, for that. I want a smart house where I could just be like, you know, and like, so to speak, Jarvis. I'm just be like, hey, Jarvis, turn off the lights or lower the lights. Jarvis, order me a car, order Domino's. Kind of like, well, doesn't uh, Echo do that where you could be like, yes. hey, Echo, order whatever. like Certain things, yeah, yeah, it does do that too. I use my Echo to turn off my lights all the time, my TV, my Xbox. I just hate how we have to be like, hey, Echo, like... Just, or no, what's um, Alexa? Alexa, yeah. Hey, Alexa. And it's like, bloop. I, I wish I could just, like, A, I wish I could name it whatever I want. I wish I could do that too. Um, Alexa does has continuous chat, though, I believe. I just don't have mine enabled. But I believe there's a setting where you could say, hey, Alexa, turn on lights, turn on TV. Thank you. And then, like, she'll do lights and then TV one after another. Now, that's pretty cool. Google just started doing something like that with their phone, their Siri-like assistant. You could just be like, take a selfie, search this for me, order pizza, call Dave. I just want my Echo device to call me Vanilla Daddy. Like, hey, Alexa, turn off the lights, and it'll be like, okay, Vanilla Daddy. (laughs) Is that your... Future stripper name or something? Man? No, that's my work name. Oh, that's your work name. Yeah, we, we had another guy. He was uh, Coco Poppy. Uh, he was light-skinned, so he was Coco Poppy. And uh, I'm Vanilla Daddy. <laughs> oh, that actually cracked me up, bro. That's kind of funny. It's creative. I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to make it entertaining for, the, uh, for our customers when they're at the bar. <laughs> I understand that. But more details on the Google Assistant stuff coming later. One thing that I do think is cool is they have a feature where you can tell your uh, phone or your assistant to literally be an assistant. Hey, call the barbershop for me and make an appointment for one o'clock. Hey, uh, call the barbershop. Hey, owner. I did. I did see when they were. Um, yeah, I remember that now. A while back, they were kind of like teasing that, not teasing it, but like talking about. Um, uh, the concept there yeah. we go the concept of that and it's really cool they showed it and i mean of course it worked in the demo right i obviously. hope it actually works in real time because that is cool i mean i don't mind calling people but i know there are people who are way too talk shy or anxiety that, induced like, and i like that because i mean it's just like Sometimes when I'm with you and, like, I'm driving or, like, I'm doing something, I'll be like, hey, oh, hey, can you call this person? Yeah. Just, like, ask this one question. Like, what time do you close or whatever, you know? Um, or, like, check, look up information or whatever. So, especially, like, when I'm driving and I'm, like, texting and calling people, I use my uh, AirPods. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, hey, Siri, call this person. And uh, what's really cool that I started using on my phone is that I'll be like, hey, Siri, call this person on speaker. And it automatically puts the the conversation on speaker, so you don't have the speaker button. That's cool. I never um, tried that. Yeah, uh, so it's cool. So um, especially when you have like the hands free "Hey Siri" feature, mm-hmm. um, like so I like that. So if I can use my phone as a literal assistant, 
because like you know if while i'm while my hands are busy doing something and i can just have a secondary person i'll take it I, f- I mean i fuck with the idea i don't know if i'll ever use it frequently i'll probably it's something i'll probably use later once it's become so normal that i know it works 100 or 99 percent of the time then it's like all right cool but i'm more i'm more interested in house features because i don't mind calling people i don't mind doing anything i want inconvenient <laughs> i want ai um for personal uses i don't want yeah. ai to convert into uh like professional stuff so like I still want people to have jobs and whatnot, and, like, I don't want robots taking over factory jobs, even mm-hmm. though they are. Um, but, like, sometimes, like, I rarely go to McDonald's. But when I do, A is for the pancakes in the morning when I'm hungover. That's my hangover cure. Shout out McDonald's. Um, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but now, like, when they started introducing those, um, the self-order yeah. tablet things, it's just, like, I would walk in and they'd be like, hey, do you want to use this? I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. I'll use a person. I'm like, no, 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 but you want to? I was like, no, nah, let me just fucking use a person. They're like, oh, come on. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So, like I went over. They didn't even have the thing I want because like, uh, I, wa- I don't know. I wanted like nuggets off the dow- dollar venue, uh, menu or something yeah. like that. And like th- that wasn't even an option. So I had to go to a person in the real like anyway. So, you wasted my time. Yeah. And especially like if I want to uh, maybe like add something or take something off like mm-hmm. that isn't available so it's just like let me talk to a human being let this interaction be way faster because then like also maybe i like connecting with people yeah maybe i just want to have a conversation with someone yeah seriously i want to ask them how their day is i can't talk to your freaking robot tablet yeah hey how's your day but <laughs> in my so ai personally i would love to have a, a smart house where siri or, or like jarvis where I could just be like, hey, you know, what's the weather like? And then I'd talk to me or, like, ask it questions. Like, more than an Alexa, because Alexa doesn't really talk to you. It only just kind of, like, answer, like says okay. And then, like, if you say, obviously, like, tell me a joke or something. But it'd be great to just be like, hey, Jarvis, what's going on? He's like, I'm all right. You? Good. Cool. Uh, what's the weather looking like? Oh, the weather's going to be like this, that, this, that. Um, you know? Yeah, for it's, sure. Or be like, what's the weather looking like? Oh, it's actually pretty cold, so you might want to start your car before you head out so it could warm up. Cool. Thank you. You know, or like, oh, it's dumb hot. Like, go start your car now. Put the AC on. Yeah. Work. Thank you. Like, I mean, if we're going to talk about the future and all this cool tech, it'd be also dope as if, if you have like the iPhone cars, connectable cars, mm-hmm. if you could tell them to start, turn on the AC and stuff oh, like that. A lot that. of cars already, you can do that from your phone. Oh, like that's Tesla's? cool. I mean, I know like the super expensive ones, like the Lambos that have the car apps and stuff like that. No, nah, Lambos don't do that shit. Um, all like the um, uh, electric cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but not even that. Like Kia, um, you can un- unlock your car and start your car from your iPhone. I think um, Buick does it too. Some GM products. It'd be cool if I could like get my Alexa or other devices to do that. Like, hey, Siri, start my car, do that. Hey, Alexa, start I my car, think, do that. That'd be pretty sick. I think. <laughs> well, you're trash. Well, also, your car is, like, from 2002, so. Hey, I wasn't actually telling her to do that. <laughs> um, although, I'm surprised of us saying, hey, Alexa, for so long. It's That's the first time that it actually picked it up. Uh, Apple fix your shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, a lot of 
affordable by by affordable i mean fifty sixty thousand dollar cars yeah um have that feature where you can access do things from your phone which is really cool uh, but i know like te- tesla obviously is winning with like that that those kind of features because you could they have a really cool feature that if you're if you parked your car and then two assholes parked next to you on each side way too close and you can't get into your car, mm-hmm. you can pull up your phone and you can actually drive your car front and back um, up to like like two, like two a mile or two miles per hour. Uh, so you could pull it forward, get in, and then you could drive off. All right, Tesla, you wildin'. Like, I've been seeing so many memes about them. And that's a cool feature because there are people who don't know how to park. But supposedly, there was a feature about how te- uh, Tesla wants to make the car able to order certain parts for you. Of course, I'm pretty sure they would, it would ask for your confirmation. What but the mean? idea Tesla? itself is funny. Tesla? Yeah. To order parts? Yeah. What do you mean? So, like, part? your car is, like, you know how cars have sensors so they know, like, tire pressure and all that other crap? Yeah. Supposedly, your car would know, oh, if, uh, I think the meme was if your tires were messed up or if your car realized the tires were going bad or you had them on too mm-hmm. long or something like that, it would order new tires for you or something I think it's, like that. I think it's just it's like, like notifying that like, hey, you've been driving for X amount. It would better you be like a notification. Because it would send a notification to like your local Tesla uh, dealer, not dealership, but like um, uh, service station mm-hmm. and then notify them and then I guess they would order it and make like the appointment and then you go and, and whatnot. Because I know they do uh, they're like iPhones where they update themselves all the time. Personally, I would not like that. What it's, it recommends. It's very stuff nice like that? and convenient, but I do have. I know a lot of people always try and tell me, but you already have people in your life and taking control of your life. But no, like, there's an extent. Like phones, sure, yeah, they take over our lives. There's people who use our phones to get to us. But like my car, being so involved in my car to the point where my car is telling me directly hey bro it's time to get new tires no it, uh, people need it working at a dealership for about seven years of my life it is ridiculous i believe the, the it. stupidity people like um some woman came in and like one tire was low so we put air in it and she was like yeah i put some air in the other one i was like all right cool like let me even them out so your tires on average let's say like 32 psi mm-hmm so I, I fill it up, 32, you know, left side, 32, 32, going on the right side, like the front one, set it to 32. I went to the back left, let's say, the one that she put up, it's mm-hmm. like 56. Compared to the other 32s? You're almost double the amount of PSI. Like, if you put in maybe 10 more PSI, let's say, popping. like, that shit pops in your face, dude, you're, you're blowing your face up. Like, um, if, if that rubber breaks apart and smacks you, you're just, you're gone. Um, well, and that's it, why and people would come in like never change their oil. They're like, oh yeah, it's been five years of, and and my first oil changed. Like, what are you talking about? You're supposed to get it every three months. Like, see, I understand for people who don't under like me. I understand this stuff. It's more like financial, or I just can't get it done right now because nobody can help me right. out. But then there's people who are just stupid. Those are the type of people who probably need it. Right, but so what it, Tesla's doing is giving you the option. But I mean, most of the people, in my opinion, most of the people who have Teslas, either you're stupid because you're rich and you don't, and you have way too much money to actually care about most stuff, or like, and that's that's just about no, it. No, because I I want a Tesla. Um, 
and I'm not rich nor stupid. I'm pretty stupid. Yeah, but um, I mean, but you know how to take care of your car. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, like, what what Tesla's going for is like the autonomy drive, uh, the autonomous driving. So it wants you to just be a passenger. That's all it wants you to. Do. It just wants you to be a passenger and enjoy just getting to the the destination and the journey, so to speak. So like one of my biggest things with like I love driving it doesn't matter what kind of car I'm driving like I always find driving fun so I love all the features that Tesla can do uh, and I definitely don't want to live in a society where like no one drives but all the features that Tesla has in its cars with like recommendations and updating software and um, I don't like that self-driving shit though by the way I really don't that shit gets creepy after a while. Only thing that I'm kind of worried that I would like out of it is I get to drunk drive home. Yeah, that's I'm what I was getting, dude. Drunk driving, drunk like that's why I want to tell us drunk driving. Like that's I want to be it. I want to be just fall in the back seat, not even the front, just flop in the back seat. Yep, not be like to the bitch. Wheel. Take me home. <coughs> Tesla, get me back ready for calling it a bitch. <coughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just want to get in the car. And uh, obviously, I'm naming my Tesla Al- Alfred. I'd be like, yo, Alfred, bring me home. Like, that's cool. But, like, I just don't like how, yes, yeah, cool, make it smarter. But don't push it and make it seem like, yeah, we don't want you to ever drive your car again. Because that's kind of what it's starting to sound like at this point. It's like, we really do want you to be passenger. We don't want you to drive your car. Your car would do everything for you. I don't trust that shit. I think this is not a cartoon. And, 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 no. I trust it. I don't trust other people because driving as much as I do, uh, I've seen pure stupidity on, on the road. And it's not, it's like, it's not people, obviously people being reckless are, are stupid, but it's just the lack of capability and education of driving. Like it's so easy to get a driver's license in, at least in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's like, I went to, uh, get my permit when I was 16, didn't study, barely passed. And the only reason I barely passed is because the questions I failed on were penalty laws and fines, mm-hmm. which, but otherwise all the other stuff is like common knowledge. And then I go take a driver's test. And as long as you don't hit anyone or speed and stop when the light goes red, like you pass pretty much. There's no and park inside the lines. If they make you Dude, park in Sweden or Finland, it's like, it's like a six-month process to get your driver's license. F- Finland has the most rally driver champions because, like, they start learning how to drive at, like, 13, like, you know, parents and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, you you have to go through a driver course, I believe. They make you uh, drive in snow, rain. They, they soak tracks. They make you spin out so you know how to auto, like, how to correct yourself. They put you in like real life situations that could happen. And then here it's just like show up. It's like you need a 70 to pass, which is like, no. The, it's like, you know, also like getting a gun. Like we, we both have our license and that was fairly simple as well. You just mm-hmm. show up. They do a background check. You pass an exam. And which is the one we took was just true and false. And that was pretty simple. There's no, like, no real training. Like, so with guns and cars, like, you have a machine or a device that can kill people at will. 
let's educate and train the people behind it. I'm not saying, mm. you know, guns kill people, blah, 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 or, or cars kill people. But it's just like, if we're going to give you something that can just mass murder anyone, whether it's a gun or a car or a motorcycle or a truck or, you know, what yeah. have you, let's, let's make it slightly harder to get and let's train the people behind it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I understand that. Oh, it's like the woman. Um, I'm not trying to make this political about guns and whatnot because I'm I'm more about educating fucking drivers than, than gun holders. But there was a woman in our class, and uh, when we were in the shooting range portion, it, um, she like was holding the gun wrong or something like that, and the instructor kind of like stopped her before she fired. And I'm like, like you know, it wasn't that bad of a of a the way she was holding. It's not like she fucking carried uh, um, covered the the hole. Yeah. Um, with her hand but um he like adjusted and she's like oh i apologize i've never held a gun before it's like it, you never held a gun before and then after today you're gonna be allowed to buy a gun tomorrow or like in in whatever time and then just <laughs> willy-nilly buy guns and do whatever you want you like, know it's even worse before we did the actual shooting we did a mock uh aim in class with a gun yeah, with a fake gun but like that's, well no it was a real gun just not loaded i don't remember if it was yeah or not. it just wasn't um, loaded but yeah, still, he showed us how to hold it there before he had us pull the trigger and aim. So it's like, you couldn't just use the thing that you used five minutes ago and apply that to the real gun that you're oh, holding? Oh, yeah. You know what? It was a fake gun because it shot out a laser. Yeah. But it, it was like the weight of everyone. But mm-hmm. I mean, a real gun to a fake gun. Like, if you let me hold the fake gun, you know, I'm John Wayne with that. But you give me a real gun, like, <laughs> I'm very careful. So someone who hasn't had a gun before... Uh, given a real gun with bullets like coming out of it, you you know she's gonna mess up a little bit. So I don't doubt that. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure how she was holding it. Like, if it was just wrong posture, then all right, mm-hmm. that's different. Because even if you held a gun before, if you've never shot it, you don't really know the posture. Yeah. But if she was like blatantly like kind of twisting it the wrong way or something like that, or was aimed improperly, then yeah, that's kind of her fault. Because they told us in class, like. Yeah. Where to aim it before you are ready to shoot it when you're loading it, blah, blah, put it down. Now all imagine that stuff. a person who doesn't drive, mm-hmm. goes to get the permit, mm-hmm. passes, mm-hmm. goes to take the driver's test, mm-hmm. passes, because they didn't hit anyone, they drove in a straight line, and they drove the speed limit, and they stopped when the sign said stop. Now they're driving on 95. That's the thing. Like, our driver exams... It was just like around the block. You didn't go on 95. You didn't do nothing. There was no other requirements. My guy was a fucking moron because he told me to do a, a, a three-point turn. So I pulled into, oh, we went to an off street that still had like double yellow. It was a two-lane road, but it had double yellows down the road or yeah. a, a single yellow line. And then I like pulled into a driveway to do the, the three-point turn. And he was like, no, 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 like do it in the middle of the road. Like, are you a moron? Like, so you want me to cause traffic just so I can do an illegal U-turn, essentially? I was like, oh. See, um, I went to the driving school, so I actually learned how to drive from a driver. So, like, unlike some people, I wasn't able to just go in there and just drive and get my shit. I actually learned how to drive. So when I'm on the road and I see dumb people, I'm like, goddamn. I guess no one really does go to driving school. I, I think it should be required federally. It's supposed to be, but it's not, see, that's the thing. It's not federally required. They just tell you, yeah, you're supposed to be either you're supposed to drive with your a parent or something for a certain amount of time or you drive with a school. I know it's harder in California to get, but like, 
I'm assuming if you're like in Bumblefuck, Montana, mm-hmm. I I think you just have to show up. Like you got two feet, two legs. Yep. Can you see? Yep. You drunk? No. <laughs> All right. Here's your driver's license. Yeah, you start to think that some of these people. I mean, there are a lot of people who don't drive. <laughs> what does license. red mean? Go. Don't speed. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> what, what yeah, is, okay, what, I'm not what, driving there. What, what does yellow mean? <laughs> speed before it turns red? All right. That's exactly Here's driver's what Connecticut license. is. But since we're off on this tangent, let me let me bring us back say, on track. What were we even talking about in the first place? Finish up this Google I.O. Uh, conversation, which was the last few things. Um, you can share things with the assistant to help it give you more information. <laughs> I love how we were in the middle of, of like, details. <laughs> And then, um, I mean, so like, yeah, you could tell it, this is mom, this is mom's number. I call her ma all the time. And then blah, when you say Siri or uh, Google call ma, it will know that you don't mean ma restaurant. It will actually call your ma and whatever you needed to do after that. Also, driving mode is coming to the assistant. Ha ha ha. Siri already has that. And a lot of cards. You're actually late for once, Google slash Android. Anyway, they'll also be getting dark mode. That is the last big thing that they pushed out on this I.O. event. <laughs> Guess what? Apple already announced we're getting dark mode before you guys announced it. <laughs> yeah, that's a nervous laugh because Apple should have been had dark mode on everything. But whatever. That's about it. And I think we're done with techie stuff because that's all I could freaking get my hands on, honestly, this, this, this week. Yeah, I got nothing for you. So guess what? It's on to movies, and I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff. You mean like the new Gambit movie that's going to come out? Oh, no, that's officially canceled and taken off the calendar, man. It's not coming out anymore. I I told you guys for a long time, that movie's never going to come out. I mean, I know, but I just wanted to keep them updated because we knew that it wasn't taken off the calendar. We just personally all knew it was never coming out. But they officially said, hey, guess what, Gambit? You're out of here. They dealt you a really bad hand. Ha ha ha. You see that? I used a really bad pun about Gambit and his cards. I think I'm funny sometimes. Yo, shout out to that Korean soldier that left his duty to uh, see Endgame. Yeah, that's actually pretty nuts. And it's it's so funny. He just left and then they found out that he was gone. So what they, they started searching for him and they found the taxi driver who drove him. And they questioned him and he's like, yeah, I dropped him off at a movie theater. So they started... Uh, find out what movie theater he was in and they waited until it was done oh, which is yo, so nice yo shout out to the, the the army soldier commander people whoever was looking for him to let him finish his movie yeah that's serious like that was nuts i was reading that article i'm like yo you Dude, are how nice are koreans <laughs> they're just really strict but within their own confinements they're pretty nice people like god damn so, a soldier left his post and you let it's a three-hour movie I mean, we don't know what time they saw him, but we do know that it said also, in the article they waited. shout out to the commander people looking for him for fighting him so fucking fast. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I guess they don't play because they didn't waste no time with that one. Speaking of this in-game stuff, though, we have so much Marvel slash Disney news for you guys. Such as New Mutants supposedly will be coming April 3rd in 2020. Right now, that's a rumor, but it's a very concrete-ish rumor. But we'll have to see as time goes on. That shit's going to go straight to DVD. I'm telling you right now. They're going to keep pushing it back and be like, all right, fuck it, DVD. It might have to. 
But then again, it'll be one of the best straight-to-DVD movies, even if it's bad, because it's Disney's budget. I can see that happening. But on top of that, for all you Star Wars fans, there's no new Star Wars movies until 2020. But after that, they will be releasing a bunch of Star Wars movies. I believe so every two years. Every two years, or was that Avatar coming every two years? Uh, Avatar is coming out every two years. Avatar. Actually, coming... no. I think it's. Uh... Was it every two years? Or was yeah, it... Avatar is every two years. I'm pretty sure of that one. I wrote it down somewhere, but it's yeah, not that, on this yeah, one. it's every two years. But Avatar is coming out every two years, starting in 2022 as well, I believe. No new Star Wars until 2022. Um, I That gives me so much time to catch up on all the Star Wars stuff because it is something I want to watch. I've just never gotten back into watching Star Wars frequently. So I'm like out of the Star Wars loop completely. I mean, the last trailer looked really dope. So I do want to catch up on it because I do like the way they did that trailer. It's really cool. And actually, I found my note. Starting December 17th, 2021. Disney will release a new Avatar movie every two years until 2027. So what you said last time was, I think, I don't know if you said on the podcast or when we were just chatting downstairs, but you said they're probably just going to record all the Avatar movies and then just start releasing them. Yeah, they're they're filming. They're filming. That's um, exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of figured that since no Avatar came out in a while and they already knew we were making these four movies. But, like, they confirmed that for us. So, we'll be getting back-to-back avatars for any of you people who are fans of it or any of you fake haters who freaking act like you hated the movie. I mean, I really don't think anything was bad with that movie. Maybe for the time compared to now, you can see it as a bad movie. But when it came out, that movie was looked great. And it was a lot of... My thing is, I like good story. Like, a lot of storytelling. It doesn't even need to be full of action if the storytelling is good enough. That thing had me interested. Yeah. Um you think that Zoe chick's going to be a Yeah, I was just about to uh say shout out to Zoe Zaldana cuz she's in multiple franchises that just break box offices. She was in Star all three Star Trek films. Mm-hmm. I think they're coming out with the fourth one too. That Star Trek made bank. Um which is Star Trek owned by Disney or no? Just Star Wars. Just Star Wars, I okay, believe. Just Star Wars. She's in Avatar, uh which Broke box rockets, uh, bo- bo- box box rockets. office records. There we go. Damn. Um, <laughs> and is still like top three or the number one highest grossing film mm-hmm. as of right now, which soon will be passed by Avengers Endgame. Yeah, uh, and she's in. Yeah, you know, she's put her in a franchise, and it will go well. Evidently, that's what it seems to do. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy itself did really, really well. And then Endgame did really, really, really well. Like, yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep shouting out people. Shout, things. shout out to her, though. That, that is really fantastic. But I wonder if she's going to be back in the Avatar movies. I don't remember if she died or anything. Uh, I th- no, she's still alive. Yeah, I think she is. Okay. I, I think she'll be in at least the second well, one. I mean, she's only done three other movies, and she only has one Guardians of the Galaxy that we know of. I think though. Uh, the, oh wait, hold on. You give me. You keep. All right. All right. I'm well, gonna talk about Joe Russo real quick. Um, how he's interested in directing a Batman film. Which please love for the God. If if baby Jesus, if you're real, uh, make that happen. I mean, supposedly, 
if he does. Um, a meme was saying that he's gonna make a comedy one, but I know he's not gonna do a comedy one. I think he a would comedy Batman. Yeah, but I don't, oh god, please don't. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I don't think he actually. Baby Lord Jesus, if you're real, don't make that happen. <laughs> I think that was someone misinterpreted a joke because uh, Wu or Wan, I can't remember his name, but he wanted to direct a horror Batman, which I'd be down for. It'd be I feel like a Scarecrow, Mad Hatter mashup movie would be fantastic. But really, I'd be cool with joe russo doing the batman movie because i feel like he has a decent accuracy in the comic world i mean some things that i didn't like about endgame or whatever but that's because he wanted to make or overall uh marvel slash disney just wanted to make tony the lovable guy and some other things that would definitely have changed if they followed like the actual script of comics but i do think that he might be able to do a good movie as long as he can keep it dark and not like a Marvel bat a version a Batman version of Marvel. Like no 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 no. As long as he gives us the right depiction, I'm pretty sure he could blow that movie out of the water. In my opinion. So uh, I was trying to find something that Joe Russo uh, or the Russo brothers were confirming or the writers were confirming um, about Endgame about like Nebula and uh, Gamora. Mm-hmm. But I can't find it. But what I did find um, is Boy. details on the Hulk saying that... He might become a villain? No, that his arm is, like, permanently damaged. Uh, the same way that permanent damage with Thanos, uh, it's irreversible. And there's really a lot of smart people left. Maybe somebody helps him repair that. Maybe somebody gives him a new arm. Who knows? I have no idea where that character goes from here, Joe Russo. So that was a That's quote upsetting. from him. So in the comics, does Hulk have like a mechanical arm or something? Or Not that I can remember um, from what I do know about Hulk stuff because I was never like a Hulk reader. I just more of like Hulk in between other stories. Um, although I'm starting to wonder, I've, I've, Marvel fans correct me if I'm wrong here, but... All two of you listening. I I don't necessarily remember the gauntlet also eating up people's arms in comic book lore. Um, Because there were people who wore it for a while, used it, and, like, I I never remember them having messed up arm. Like, I don't remember if Thanos actually lost his arm. I believe he had both of his arms perfectly intact in the last panel after Adam Warlock and the rest of the superhero community beat Thanos and Adam took the gauntlet from him. So this is kind of new to me, at least. So I'm really not too sure what their play would be or if Hulk ever had a mechanical arm or a new arm or someone fixed his arm. But I mean... I can easily see Doctor Strange doing a spell even though they underpowered him. The man has made the entire world forget who Spider-Man was at one point when Spider-Man took his mask off in the original Civil War comic storyline. To add on to more Avengers Endgame stuff real quick. Um, when filming Tony Stark's funeral... Uh, in Endgame, the cast was told that it was going to be uh, Tony Stark's wedding. 
So, like, no one knew it was an actual funeral. Them niggas really don't play when it comes to we not telling you nothing, right? bro. That is. Like, I remember I seen uh, the meme again of, like, Tom not knowing what any scene was. And he was like, because they literally don't tell me anything. Yeah, because like, he just spoils everything. But uh, now, uh, some of the cast were saying now that uh, Mark Ruffalo is worse than uh, Tom Holland right now. <laughs> All right, what other movie news we got? Uh five new dc animation shorts will be produced and released with upcoming dc universe movies except for a batman one it will be released as a compilation set in 2020 i don't Can't remember for hush to come out yeah great comic so that's tell only gonna be for f- panel for panel fantastic it's gonna be real good but um they're making a short of um a couple of other things but the one that stands out the most to me is the a death in the family short so it's gonna be like a more um accurate depiction of jason dying because it's gonna be the story the comic of a death in a family i'm trying to remember a death in family like i know yeah jason dying it's red hood did you ever buy that one because i remember you were actually looking towards getting it yeah i have it Oh, okay, but you didn't get a chance to read it. No, I read it. You did? Okay, so you're just trying to go back in your memory. Yeah, and I'm just trying to, because we have shit. a Red Hood movie. Yeah, we which do. Which shows... It was under the Red Hood. Which shows... Um, oh, but is, they did is, it is a death in a family just him dying and then uh, Tim uh, Tim Drake coming after? Um, Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the one it was. Like, it didn't actually show the, the Joker issue going on where he got resurrected. It it was more of just him actually dying, right? And then, and then Batman, Bruce dealing with it, yeah. And then Tim coming in, and then blah blah blah. Okay, I gotta read a death in the family. I just gotta read the cliff notes again. Um, I mean, I can't wait though because I love the animations from DC. So this is a way to give us more animations without making them full movies, and they're gonna be included with other uh, DC universe movies, which is dope. In other Batman-related entertainment, Batwoman gets uh, finally picked up full full season on CW. Well, that's beautiful. I le- uh, her little teaser wasn't bad. Um, I didn't see the teaser. I forgot to watch that. I have to throw things out of my mind, like this is a comic adaption on the real screen. I still think her wig is stiff as hell or just looks really fake. Like, I can tell that it's a wig. But other than that, no, I think that she's going to pull off a really good Batwoman, and I, I can't wait. Um... I'm excited for it. Um, Before we head over into the TV realm, though, eight Marvel movies due to be released by the end of 2022, getting announced this summer. So we will be getting some phase four proper announcements in the summertime. We would know every movie that they plan on releasing in those eight movies. And I'm pretty damn excited for that because, I mean, after what they did last time, I just can't wait to see what else is coming our way. The teaser was pretty simple. I just watched it. <laughs> yeah. It's just her walking and just kind of confirming like, yep, she's coming. Yeah, exactly. It, it was just something simple. I mean, it just gave us a little, oh, yeah, yeah, she's coming. Did you see the Watch uh, Men teaser, though? Yeah, I watched the trailer. Uh, they they changed it up, though. Apparently, that's a teaser. Um, Jesus Christ. I know, right? Um, that's what I said. Uh, you know more about Watchmen than I do, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get you to read it, but when that was that, are they doing what they kind of did with like Arrow and Flash that they just took the characters and wrote their own story, or is this kind of accurate to the Watchmen comics? Nope, this is after. 
the Watchmen, technically. Oh, so this is like a, a, a sequel to the movie? It's one or the other. It's in the future, not necessarily a sequel, but it's in the future after events of Watchmen, or well, I believe I it's a different in, universe. Yeah, okay. It's one or the other. I remember I read the full article where someone uh, said the details, but I read it at work, so I have paid attention. But um, yeah, so it's people refilling the shoes of these past vigilante hero people so that's why there's more mad people with rorschach masses on Mm -hmm. and other people beating up people and stuff like that so it's in the same universe these things happened i wonder if they're going to address the movie i want them to because i was expecting it to be kind of like watchmen come back or like doomsday clock where someone filled in the shoes but it's more like the town itself it's kind of divided in between people who are on the team of the vigilantes or like they looked up to the watchmen or at least worse check in a sense yeah. and then people who are just like oblivious to this or don't fuck with the idea at all so i'm really looking forward to it and i honestly can't freaking wait that trailer even though it was tick tock tick tock all around yeah it was really having me hype bro so fucking hype i also rewatched the watchmen movie um when i went to north carolina which honestly even though i really want you to read the comic just rewatch the movie because the, I rewatched isn't, isn't it. Isn't the movie like, panel for panel? Panel for fucking panel, bro. Almost even the words. Like, there's a couple of descript- uh, monologue, I think they call it, mm-hmm. that aren't in the movie fully. But otherwise, panel for panel, almost everything Rorschach says in the comic is in the, bu- in the movie. Like, if none of you have watched Watchmen or read the comic, Go watch the movie or read the big ass comic. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. I've seen like three of them in stock, bro. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal comic. Just fucking read it. And now since we're on to comics, woohoo, comics! Detective Batman. Isn't a Batman detective? I don't care anymore. It's Batman detective comics. All right, fine. It's Batman detective comics one thousand and three. Arkham Knight. Is a her. Dun dun dun. And that her is Arkham. Arkham's daughter. You mean Dr. Arkham's daughter? Dr. Ademus Arkham's daughter. And that's actually honestly really smart because I didn't, it was something I couldn't think of. Do you actually remember her name or are you like me where I'm blanking out right now? I'm blanking out right now. Yeah, I know I her, remember. I think her name started with an A or something. Yeah. No, um, time for Google. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in this comic, we leave off with Robin, who was actually let out of the captivity of um, the new Arkham Knight. And she took her mask off. He didn't know who the hell she was, but she was like, I just want you to trust me. You're going to come back to me one day. But hey, you're free to go. He goes to Batman, signals from him to find him. They speak up about what happened, and he finds out that's a girl, and he's not too sure what's up. But then everything starts coming to a close as they find their way back to Arkham to try and go and attack this new Arkham Knight and then a demon's Arkham steps out and he's like that's my daughter that's who she is and everyone will follow her uh, he was well, you're making him seem like the villain he was just chilling he was like yep yeah, now crazy bitch is mine yeah um, very true he, he honestly was just like I don't know what's wrong with her bro but it is my daughter and these villains really like her um, I don't know why, but they will follow her to the ends of the earth. And yeah, we found out that it is a female. 
and nothing's wrong with that. It's just I, de- I definitely w- would have never guessed. Really uh, thought it was Future Robin. I I was really hoping for Future Robin. The, the way the haircut was and everything, they did that right because it was a shortcut like Robin's yeah. cut from the back, and like they didn't show any color, so it's like yo, it's Future Robin. Is it Artemis? No, I'm trying to think what it was. It wasn't. I knew I should have wrote the name down, but I was like, I can't even pronounce it. That was another issue. Like, so I was no like, one, I'm on like my fourth article and no one's saying the name of it. That's mad funny. But while he's still <coughs> looking up that name, do you have Excuse anything me. to say about this issue, though? Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to finish that uh, article to find it. I didn't. <laughs> Nothing stood out too much. Um, it wasn't bad. I like the relationship between uh, Bruce and Damien now. Yeah, I was gonna say I like the team up in this issue. I yeah. like what they're. I like how I like to. how Damien has grown up. Oh man, I... he's he's actually like uh probably he's probably like seventeen right now. I like how he's still like cocky and shit like that, but he's not bratty like he used to be. Yeah, he's not whining all the time. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, I nothing really stood out in this comic. It didn't really do anything for me. Uh, it's funny how just how great Batman's detective skills really are, where he's just like. He he knew it was a woman based off like movements or something like that. Yeah, which is is really cool. Other than that, yeah, I mean, it shows uh, it's his detective aspect. That's the thing, I like detective comics because they try and keep him in his detective shoes. Yeah, and. That's a big thing for me. Like, I'd, I'd give it like a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. It's not that it was bad. It was just like, it was more of like a plot filler. Yeah. Um, not like a bad filler, but like something to give us more information without giving us too much action. It's more dialogue. That's what it is. It's more dialogue and some really it, nice drawings. It, it really shows how... Jeez, Chris, I'm yawning today. Um, it really shows how, how strong Batman's like love for Robin really is. And all his... Uh, birds so to speak um but um yeah it showed a good chemistry between batman and and robin and his love for his son and then i like uh arkham knight mm-hmm. how she was i mean i'm intrigued to see how powerful or or how smart she really is that's another thing i need i, I hope they give us a one shot or like, like a, a one comment kind of dedicated uh, definitely because i need to know a little bit about her background i'm i'm saying if not next issue the issue after so 105 mm. is gonna be dedicated to her and her backstory i hope so because or, one or next episode or episode next issue because the dr arkham will be like yes this is my daughter and mm. probably give the backstory because uh she was she she's kind of brutal uh, I, her ways are a little crazy and she i'm pretty sure she, i think she chopped off someone's hand too in the asylum um and she has all these villains kind of scared but they're following her a bit so i'm i'm sitting here i'm just wondering where did this background come from did she learn how to fight where like how are you so studied upon yeah. batman i want to know how she got all this information would i would i recommend this issue specifically to someone mm-hmm. no but I mean, obviously, it's important in the story arc. But um, I like the ending. Just kind of, it, it was a little tease. I'm happy that it wasn't a what the fuck moment. Like, 
who is this? Mm-hmm. What is this bullshit now? I'm confused. Like I, I have been in the last few Batman issues and yeah, like uh, Flash again. I, although Flash was a, a better what the fuck moment, not a not the like, not a genuine what the fuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Speaking of Flash, Flash seventy, Flash. the origin of Flash, which was actually pretty. It was a pretty good I, for I, something that I like we the know, twist. I like the of. twist. Yeah. Um, it seemed like it was a normal flash origin story yeah, getting hit by lightning in the room with coma all the chemicals, and everything he's always running, running fast late. mom was killed dad is a murderer the normal yep you read it you're just like um oh, training reading how this to be again. flash which i liked it was funny to see uh, the origin of the shoes which i liked mm-hmm. we never that, really that had was actually that pretty cool um and then they just hit us with some real shit at the end but it's yeah. a really like it's a cliffhanger because you're just reading this whole yeah, thing of was, something you sort one. of know most of. And I like how it was like, damn it, Barry, um, haven't we talked about the dangers of time traveling or something like that? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then and is this future panel. Barry? Is this uh, different? It universe. Is it, is honestly, it Wally. Yeah, it's a different. Well, no, it's the same Earth, but it's uh the timeline's been affected. Oh yeah, but is it because one multiverse thing in DC is a very known thing to the point where they do embedded in other stuff how far into the future if it's future well, then it's, not, right. it's not a different earth it's a different timeline because that's what um that's what happened with um barry the flashpoint uh-huh. it's the same earth and just a different timeline and you have to like go back and whatever so yeah and that's what essentially um Grandmaster Funk in Endgame was explaining to uh, Hulk that it's like, you don't change your future, you just create an alternate timeline, essentially. Yeah, but he means the current Sorcerer Supreme during uh, Grandmaster Funk, if you're a real uh, get-your-nerd-on fan, then you understand that reference. Yes, but um, I, I mean, I can't wait to see, like... Shout out Grandmaster Funk. I can't wait to see what this flash is like what his deal is yeah because he looks kind of cool i like yeah, the way they look, drew him like, badass yeah and, and it's like an older um flash too I, I like his co- uh out, out, not outfit um his outfit you, outfit yeah we can say costume. outfit because it wasn't much of a costume he didn't even have a mask on he he it looks like he ditched the mask because you could see his full beard suit i'm just yeah, I mean, caught, yeah whatever it was outfit because it was mainly just the top and bottom it is an outfit really it's only, I'm, in my opinion, it's only a costume when you have a mask attached to it. Batman wears a costume. No, Batman has a suit. All right, then what's a costume? Because Superman's a costume, but... No, that's also a suit. I don't know. I'm not going to waste brain cells on that. Because we're just going to keep going in circles, and then I'm just going to find the answer, and then I'll judge, like, I'll second guess my answer, and then go back and start all over again. And then so. we'll think we're idiots. So instead, we're going on to Batman and the Outsiders, number one. Which is a spinoff of Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. So right now, Detective Comics is on uh, Arkham Knight, which is a new story arc. But just before, I think it's Detective Comics Volume 8. So if you buy the volumes, then if you get Volume 8, it introduces Black Lightning and how... Because Batwoman used to be the leader, so to speak, of the squad in Detective Comics. But then some shit happened, and 
now she's kind of out. We lost a few other members. And um, now we have Duke, Orphan, Katana. Uh, she's joined and Black Lightning. And Black Lightning is uh, Jeffrey. He is the kind of leader of the squad. And um, obviously Batman is always going to be like the headmaster, so to speak. Well, actually, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey is a teacher in real life mm-hmm. as his day job. So he is their teacher leader. And Bruce is obviously the headmaster. So that's a good way to put it. Um, I'm liking the comic so far for the simple fact that Everyone seems like they want to be on this team, but they do they and they don't. don't. Yeah, and I love it. It's mad cool because that means we get to see them build up the relationship, kind of like we seen Damon build up his relationship in life after leaving his killing family. Like now we can see Duke, who's broken because of some stuff with Karma, which sadly I can't really remember everything that happened. Karma. Um... He, like, would control people's minds. Okay. He, he read your mind. Yeah, that's what it... He read your mind and got into your mind, I think. So he knew everything that um, you were going to do before, like, you did. So that's why, like, fighting him was so difficult. Got you, got you. So, yeah, um, we have that. We have Cassie, who is scared of her future because I believe she met her mom, right, at one point? Yeah. She was always, detective. like, afraid. She was designed to be a weapon, essentially. That's why yeah. she doesn't really talk... Um too much and her English, she's meant to be an assassin she, was she wasn't meant to born com- and bred to just be a, a weapon yeah like kind of worse than league of the assassins honestly and yeah and then she met her mother and then she you know some scary stuff happened with her and just like kind of like an emotional thing um because that's that's also the problem like she has emotions she just doesn't know how to cope with them essentially yeah and then uh yeah katana is also has like some emotional kind of baggage with her and her death of her husband which yeah like if you've hurt. seen i think she was in suicide squad yeah. too right the movie so if you've seen suicide squad it's technically the same same idea idea she has her husband's soul trapped inside the sword from when i believe she killed him with the sword because of something or someone killed him. i can't remember exactly where her husband died but it was with the sword her husband's in the sword she still talks to him she's still feeling some emotional trauma from that so like everyone in here is broken the only thing with black lightning is it's not that he's broken. He just, him and Batman aren't always on the same page because Batman, he doesn't feel he's giving them the full information and he feels like the team doesn't like him. Who? Uh, Black Lightning. Oh, yeah. He feels okay. like the team yeah, doesn't yeah. really fuck with him. So, yeah, he's, he's not like confident in his like leadership yeah, so position. Like, I can't wait to see if they actually try and change that, if they work upon it, the stuff that's going to come with it. Because I think this team's actually kind of cool. It's people that we don't get to see a lot of in comics by themselves anymore. So I can't wait to see them in the setting. Like, I don't care if I have to see them in a team just to see them. I like some of these people. Like, I loved Orphan when they first introduced her in the New 52. I mean, not New 52. Um, when they introduced her in Rebirth. Um, they did a good job with writing her. She was pretty dope. She was badass. I liked all that. So, like, I can't wait to see these people. I'm excited for the new uh, girl. Her name's Sophia. Oh, if she and happens to hop on the team or not? Yeah, she definitely is. She definitely is. Uh, Caliber. So at the end of the uh, issue, uh, Cable ripoff Caliber is tries to save Sophia. So Sophia is a was part of a project where uh, scientists were trying to create their own metahumans. They would like uh, steal or uh, kidnap poor people, mm-hmm. homeless people, I guess. 
and uh, would try to create metahumans out of them. And uh, but Batman or Bruce Wayne uh, took down the organization, so that's no longer a thing. And ended up so Bruce Wayne and Lucius Fox set up this one particular family because um, I guess the they only, only they were, yeah they were only able to save this one family. Uh, the the rest were like killed or something like that. And so they've been living in Los Angeles. And now the Sophia, the daughter, she's like a teenager and um, her mother passed away from like just years of being um, experiment experimented on. So she kind of like passed naturally and she was driving with her dad. And then someone who we don't know yet, who we don't know, uh, like crashed into them and killed the father and she ran away and she's trying to just get as away as possible. But then uh caliber i was gonna say cable again uh caliber kind of caught her at the end shut up stomach uh, caught her at the end at the train station and was like yo people are coming here to kill you i'm here to protect you i'm from the future which is kind of cable's storyline yeah pretty much so he's always correcting timelines and she's I, i'm calling her right now she's gonna end up on the the team I mean, she'd be a really cool asset. Her power right now is apparently the more damage she gets, the stronger she gets. She can still die, but yeah, the, the more you hit her, the harder she hits it's, back. It's kind of like a Hulk-esque feature. Yeah, like that. Or if anyone watches Dragon Ball Z, that's technically what Sans do. Every time they get beat, they come back stronger. Which it's, like, get, it's cool because the, the, what's really good about detective comics is that they've always been really inclusive on female superheroes and mm-hmm. there have always been great female superheroes like it's always been yeah. batwoman batgirl then we had orphan um even though i hate spoiler i'm pretty spoiler sure there's some was spoiler really fans. good she was good until she started being a batman hater i understand her reasoning but i'm just such a batman fan i can't yeah. i don't agree Which, with her but yeah but overall um spoiler was a, a really well um, super uh, well written and created superhero as well. She's like a female Tim Drake, and then yeah, that's why. Well, that's why her and Tim Drake got along together so well. Yeah, for sure. And then, so now we'll have Katana, who's a badass and super smart, Orphan, who's the definition of a badass, and then we'll have um, Sophia. Sophia, that'd be cool. I can't wait to see if. All right, so assuming she really does join, I can't wait to see how they build her up because. You know, most people have a hard time on a Batman squad when they first meet Batman because of the type of person he is. Yeah, she's definitely going to be, um, uh, you never watch the shows. Uh, I'm trying to think of a reference. Oh, Mad Dog and Arrow when he first joined. Yeah, exactly. He was like that kind of like uh, rough dude that doesn't really like play by the rules, so to speak. And Yeah, like like he walked out so many times. Being into it, but like. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. Maybe a couple walkaways, and then eventually yeah. she'll find her way back and be like, "All right, I'm ready to do it your I, way." Type I think of thing. I think Bruce will end up talking her into it, not Batman. Yeah, um, I can see that. But I, I keep forgetting how much of a gangster slash player um, Bruce is. When uh, Jeffrey met up with him in that penthouse, and was and then uh, Jeffrey was talking <laughs> to him at the end, he was like, "Expensive use." And then Bruce said some stuff, and then he was walking away. He walked out, and he was like, oh, by the way, the apartment's in your name. Enjoy yeah. the views. It's <laughs> like, fucking baller. Just buying people's penthouses and shit. 
So, down with DC Comics, and uh, we're going to take it now to P90's Marvel Corner. Hey, alright, so sadly, as you guys know, I was doing real bad with my comics this week, so I only got one, maybe two things for you guys, but next week it will be a lot more, because I'm going to catch up on all of it. But, starting with War of the Realms War Scrolls, number one, Daredevil, the man with no fear, is greeted by Thor, god of thunder, in a short intro. In the coming pages, we see an invasion from the Nine Realms through the side of Daredevil's eyes as he puts his life on the line. During a plane crash which had Wilson Fisk in it, Daredevil had been slaying <clears throat> slaying invaders with the power of Hemdale's sword and his eyes, which is dope as hell, because I mean... Daredevil uses his senses, so just imagine him with eyes that could see everything in every realm. He's practically unstoppable if he can contain all that. But he was doing that, slaying invaders and stuff like that, and after clearing out all the giants, we are shown that Wilkson Fisk is being held by Macalith, and he's just laughing like, yeah, you don't scare me, and good luck trying to defeat Daredevil. But honestly, this Macalith dude is like powerful as hell. So I, I think Daredevil's gonna get his ass beat. And the second part of this comic it shows us the Warrior Four from Asgard looking for the sanctum of Doctor Strange. Although they're stopped by giants, they run into a battle until they're met by Cloak and Dagger, who help them kick some ass. After defeating the giants and elves, they are directed towards the sanctum to help everyone escape. And that's just really the gist of that. Other than that, there was a small little Howard the Duck segment where he went to go save a dog from a frost giant, and it was actually kind of funny. The frost giant shat on the dog. Um, yeah, and then they washed the dog. I honestly think they just added that in for comedic relief. Um, and then War Realms, Journey into Mysteries. Simply put, we join Miles Morales, Kate, Thori, Wonder Man, and they're on a highway being chased by a baby. Later, we find out that the baby is actually Thor's sister. And Balder is actually in charge with keeping her safe because he pledged his life on it. And uh, it's getting real hectic. They're blowing the hell up out of this bridge. And that's honestly about it that the comic really gave us. It's a chase. They're trying to grab this baby. They're trying to hurt Freya as much as they can. And... It's just a lot of action packed up in this comic. And then that's about it for now. I mean, Ares is on the way, but there's not much about Ares in the comic until next issue. So I'll have to get back to you guys on that one later. And sadly, that's two comics from my Marvel Corner. Now, my sir, I know you were busy, but did you come up with any recommendations for this week? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, the only one I have for you guys is a movie called Ex, Machin Ex Machina. Really dope movie about... Alright, the easiest way to do this without giving it away is someone has to go to a very secluded estate where they are to do a turning test with an AI and shit gets real. If you like a really well told story in the sci-fi realm if you enjoy ais if you enjoy technology if you enjoy a really nice weird suspense with a crazy twist watch ex machina 
It's a really great movie. It is, I believe, two hours and 15 minutes. It's not that bad um, runtime. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Probably going to watch it again because there were some things I didn't quite get. But I recommend it. You'll probably enjoy the hell out of it. I will. <clears throat> I got a song recommendation. Go uh, for it. My boy John Bellion is featured on a new song. And it is called Good Things Fall Apart, which just got released today. So check that one out. Actually, and huh, I got more music stuff than you today. Do, do, do. Um, this uh, this artist called Sunreal. He, uh, he dropped a new album recently, and it's called the Aaron LP. Aaron spelled with double A, so it's technically the Aaron LP. Uh, it's dope. Check it out. He has one song called Dive Bar, and it was really funny. I was I was listening to that song when I was opening my bar. Was dive Bar. Kinda... Is your bar a dive bar? No, no. Far from it. I got a tequila bar. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I just go to the bars and drink, yeah. so I don't know which bars are which. Dive bars are more like bars you just go and get shit-faced at. Ah, uh, okay. Got you. Like, like our house is like a dive I, bar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bet. Now I know uh, the difference. So, yeah, if you want uh, to listen to some new music listen to that otherwise thank you for listening once again checking in this week and check you guys next week later